the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Submit your faith story or prayer request today at jenniferjackson.com. You're listening to Simply for Women. Yes, you are. And I have Destiny Allen here with us again. If you missed the two previous shows, you want to go to jenniferjackson.com and listen to those, especially if you have someone that you love in your life that's incarcerated or maybe one of your friends has someone that they love that's incarcerated. And it's really good just to to listen and to learn and to understand so that we can help one another and we can love one another. And that's exactly what Destiny Allen does every single day of her life. I'm so honored to have you with us today. Welcome to the show again. Thank you. So, Destiny, you work with incarcerated people in jail, Mm -hmm. and they could be there from 90 days to five years. Mm -hmm. And you do this every single day, yes. <laughs> in and out. Uh, you, you know, how do you keep your faith fresh in in such an environment? And that smile on your face that I see right now, uh, yeah. how do you do that? So I still attend church. Um, I used to actually, I have not found a church home since I've been in Columbus. I just moved back last year. Um, so I do attend virtual church. I also attend different YouTube ones because I like to see what everybody's messages are. So I jump all over the place. Um, I still will read my Bible. I still will attend some of the services that um, they, they provide at the jail. So I'll come in and get a fresh take. And my parents might be teaching Oh, one. yes. <laughs> the wonderful Sherry and Brent. I will go and listen because I'm telling you, Sherry has the voice of an angel. So I love listening to that. Um, as well as, you know, I go through and my, me and my mom and one of her best friends, we have Bible study. Oh, good. good. So we still do that um, with one of our, uh, she has like a study Bible. So we'll go through that. We'll talk about different things we dealt with that week. And then how does it coincide with certain stories in the Bible? I think that's wonderful. Mm-hmm. What about prayer? How How do you pray? Ooh, I pray long and hard. <laughs> that's um, good. <laughs> um, I, use, I pray for ev- good days, bad days. Even when I'm having just a lot good going for me, I'm still appreciative. So I don't just pray when things are going bad and I really need him. I pray when he's coming through for me in any situation because Mm -hmm. I'm grateful because there's a lot of other things that I could be doing. There's a lot of other things that I could not have, but he's been great. I've been grateful enough to be given just what I need. That's good. So you told us uh, yesterday that your father was incarcerated for 20 years. Is that right? 22? 22. Mm-hmm. 22. Did you think that gave you kind of a perspective to pray differently, like to pray for the people that are in jail? I would definitely say so. Um, being that I'm a child of someone who was incarcerated, I had to look at it from a different lens. Um, I could sit here and say that, you know, he did a bunch of bad things and he's a bad person. But at the end of the day, what is a bad person? So, you know, he's done his time. He's uh, paid the debt to society. And now I get to um, go back to my father because I can't change that. So I get to now walk in faith with him. We both get to continue to be Christians, continue to serve our community, continue to do good. Um, Will it erase the bad? Maybe not. Um, But it's definitely a start in the right direction for him. So he's still alive and you enjoy him. He is still alive. I enjoy him. I've seen him Saturday. 
He is all smiles. Isn't that something? You know, God is a redemptive God. Mm-hmm. He redeems our life from the pit. Yes, <laughs> you he know, he, he he delivers us and sets our feet on solid ground. Mm-hmm. And what a what a beautiful story of hope that mm-hmm. you're you know that God did that for you and your dad. And I love that. And and now you're pouring it back. You're pouring yeah. back into others. Mm-hmm. Do you, what about worship? Does worship play a part in your life? Worship does play a lot in my life. I will say that that is one thing I do pretty much every other day. Um, just was sitting with my mom and talking because my mom is very, very, uh, religious. And she always says, you know, karma has no expiration. So you got to give praise, give praise out loud, not just, not just in silence. So anytime I'm going somewhere, as long as I'm in the, the right area, I will make sure that I go ahead and just tell him, thank you. Thank you for everything. Thank you for the, thank you for the air. Thank you for me being able to come in and speak your word in this, in this environment. Thank you for the people who don't even like to come and listen to me because they're still listening. Eventually, that seed may be planted and it'll, something will grow. Mm-hmm. So you have a mom of faith and you had a grandmother of faith. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and mm-hmm. mom, mom is just sta- staying right on top of it. huh? Mom is a pillar for the Lord. She just, <laughs> yeah, she stands on that. <laughs> oh, that's so beautiful. And she loves you. I can tell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's I a wonderful. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. That's really good. Uh, it's that love that you pour back into those in jail. Mm-hmm. What tips would you have for us? You know, if if we meet someone that has a family member or friend that's incarcerated, what should mm-hmm. we do on the outside? Um, offer a listening ear. Uh, sometimes I have a lot of people that come in and they will do um, just like your mom and your dad do. They come in and they uh, volunteer, volunteer with them and, and talk with them because a lot of people kind of write people off that are in jail and they're still people. They're still humans. They just made a life altering decision. So spending time with them, um, offering any type of advice, resources are a number one hot commodity around there. So just, just being there, just being supportive. So you're saying actually visiting them. Mm-hmm. Mm, wow. That's if you good. can volunteer and visit and sit down with someone, mm-hmm. it takes a lot of the judgment off. Cause I see a lot of people that have judgment and it's like, who are we to judge? It's not my job. Mm-hmm. I come in, I serve, I do what I'm supposed to do. I'm hopefully I'll be rewarded for that. Even if I'm not, I'm still okay with it because it's at the end, it's making my community better. Yep, yep. What if there's a child that you find out has a parent incarcerated? What should we do for that child Ooh. or teenager or offer love and support? Because it's it's a lot having a parent away, and then coming into that environment, it's not always. It's not always understandable. So even when I was a child, I did not get it. I did not realize I was I was in a room of people that have done some things mm-hmm. um, until I got older. So asking how they feel about it. Do or, um, One thing my mom would do is she would let me write letters a lot. Oh. So I would be able to, now I can go back as an adult. I have all the books, um, all my letters that I've ever written him and he's ever written me. And I got to go back and look and go through my life and see how where I was at certain points. So it's always interesting to see what I was talking about when I was 12. Oh, well, I'm glad you have those letters. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a foundation for what you're doing today. And you said mm-hmm. that you have, you know, fellow uh, counselors and fellow yeah. uh, peers that are in the same field as you. Yes. How important is that? Oh, it's very important um, to see yourself and someone else. It's necessary. So if I had to do this walk alone, I can't say that I probably would do it because it's, it becomes a lot. And you're constantly dealing with people. Human services is exactly what that sounds like, human services. So having my network, we can get together and sometimes we can have those soft moments of laughing. It makes it tolerable because this is this is a hard field. 
this social work, marriage and family counseling, any type of uh, field where you're listening and at giving advice and helping to steer someone in a better direction, it's a lot. Mm-hmm. It's tiring. So you need co-workers that maybe maybe you don't work in the same place together, but you're mm-hmm. doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. So we'll compare, um, not giving our information away of our clients, but we'll compare stories. We'll we'll laugh about it. Some of them will go through and they'll ask certain things about what would you have done in this situation? And it's like, oh, that's really difficult. Well, I would have did this. So sometimes it's bouncing ideas off one another mm-hmm. to see, OK, maybe I didn't think about this the right way or maybe something triggered me. And now I need to really sit here and sit with someone who's not going to be biased and they're going to give me good information. Yeah, that's so important, isn't it? Mm-hmm. What do you, so do you have other friends or family that you just don't talk about work and you just say, I, I, I don't, I'm just going to be a sister or I'm just going to be a friend or, and I don't want to talk or think about work. I mean, what do you do to just uh, get away from work sometimes? Uh, when, so if I want to get away from work, I will, I have a boyfriend, so we, he will not let me talk about <laughs> anything from work. When I come home, it's all self care or what can we do that would be fun tonight? Do you want to go here? Do you want to go there? Um, so I will usually do that. Um, as well as, I mean, my mom gets all the, she gets the earful of when I'm frustrated because my mm-hmm. mom is also a counselor. Oh, okay, good. Mm-hmm. So she can tell me like, okay, well, you need to let that go. Like you can be mad for 24 hours. That's my rule. You can be mad for 24 hours after 24 hours is done. How do you let it go? Um, I have to pray about it. That's good. Pray to remove it from my heart. Don't let me sit here and dwell on it because dwelling on it does nothing for me. Mm. Would you be willing to pray for us? Maybe someone listening has something in their heart, you know, and just like help us, help us to say, let's get this out right now. Or maybe we need to forgive. Would you, are you willing to do that? I'm willing to okay, do it. Okay, great. We have time. You got me. Now All you right. got me blushing. All right. <laughs> no, it's good. All right. Father God, I come to you today to ask that anyone that is listening to this message today, that they be whole and they be healed in this conversation. Let them know that they are not alone and that the walk that they do is the walk of the faith. I ask that anyone that is listening tonight have an open heart in the in the information that is being shared with Miss Jennifer, as well as having them have an open heart towards those that are incarcerated in that population, having them understand that this walk is not a walk that can be done by one person, but it has to be done by many in order to change this world. And that is one thing that we need at this time. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Oh, amen, Destiny. <laughs> your heart and your heart for the Lord and your heart for people. It's truly an inspiration. You are beautiful. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for thank praying. You. And thank you for serving every day. You get up, you're serving, and you are that listening ear and that firm hand at the same time. That's exactly what people need, and mm. they are changing. You're making a big, big difference. So mm. I'm so proud of you. Thank you so much. Wow. I, don't, I don't get thank you a lot, so I'm going to take oh, that and walk with you. So. Absolutely. I love the spirit in the room right now. Mm, thank you. Thank you. You know, God is good, isn't he? And I don't mm-hmm. know what he's called you to do, but he's called Miss Destiny to do this. And he's called you to do something equally important. So today, just just ask him, say, God, help me to see you in what I'm doing. Help help me to hear your voice in what I'm doing. And I want to be your hands and your feet and to serve others with that kind of mercy and that kind of love. That will change the world. Well, I'm Jennifer Jackson. That was Destiny Allen. And uh, you have been listening to Simply for Women. If you want to hear the rest of her testimony, we did two other shows. Go to JenniferJackson.com. Under radio, you can listen to all the previous episodes at JenniferJackson.com. I also I have some devotionals for you there. I have some downloads, some free showers of power, some prayers. I have even... 
Israel olive wood ornaments, so many things for you. So go to jenniferjackson.com. And I just want you to know that I love you. I'm praying for you. I am cheering you on. Have a wonderful, beautiful day. We hope that today's show has been a blessing to you as you seek to simply live out your faith. To hear today's show again or to share it with a friend, search Simply for Women wherever you get your podcasts. Or visit Jennifer's website at jenniferjackson.com. That's jenniferjackson.com. Thanks for joining us on Simply for Women. Take time today to simply be, simply be with God. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.